we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for July 19th, 2021. Going to go ahead and get right into it with our uh, rotating our prayers. This is the prayer to neutralize the cult rituals. Uh, I got a very large study today. Going to make my best attempt to uh, try to get through a lot of audio clips to play. And um, so we will see what we can do. So I'll go ahead and open us up in prayer. Beloved Holy Savior, Lord Jesus, you are the sacrifice, the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the earth, seated at the right hand of the Father. We honor your sacrifice on the cross, your resurrection and transfiguration, volunteered for our salvation. We worship you, exalt you, and magnify your name above every other name. You are sovereign and supreme over all. We pledge our faith and love to serve you alone forever. We claim your word, James 4, 7. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee. And then uh, 2 Timothy 1, 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. We come in the authority given to us in the Lord Jesus Christ. We cover ourselves with the blood of the Lamb. We place a hedge of warring angels with flaming swords of fire around us and our families continuously. We put on the whole armor of God. We lift our shields of faith to interlock, standing foot to foot and shoulder to shoulder, a solid wall that cannot be breached or penetrated. We resist and renounce Satan, the God of this earth. We rise to war in the spirit against witchcraft, occult maneuvers, and devices sent against your will and the body of Christ. We ask you to dispatch legions of your warring angels in full battle array, fiery swords drawn to enforce our petitions and intercessory prayers. Rout your enemies on all fronts, O Lord. <clears throat> Turn their hatred, anger, accusations, conflict, arrogance, and wicked schemes upon themselves so that they become caught in their own snares and fall into the pits that they have dug for others. We nullify, dismantle, cancel, and oppose every satanic strategy, operation, scheme, maneuver, uh, and we cause their secret plans, agendas, and motivation of the enemy to be revealed for everyone to see. We decree and declare what these evil people meant for evil, that you will turn it around and use it for the good of your people. We close every evil portal that has been opened. We break every curse, hex, vex, spell, charm, enchantment, decree spoken or unspoken, sent against the body of Christ and your intercessors by every witch, warlock, satanist, sorcerer, voodoo priest, shaman, soothsayer, medium, coven, and every minion of the devil working iniquity. And we send it back upon their own head sevenfold, that they may repent and turn from their evil ways. Lord Jesus, reveal your love to them. Show them the truth about who they are serving and their eternal destination if they continue in the present path. Open their minds, ears, and eyes to receive the supernatural insight and knowledge to understand the truth of the gospel. Bring them to salvation, O Lord. We seal this prayer by the blood of the Lamb, and in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. <clears throat> okay, so... Just uh, before we actually get into what we're... I've got so much to cover on the COVID agenda this week that that's going to... It's, and it's breaking. It's it's new info. It's not like stuff I've covered. Some of it I've covered, but now we're seeing <clears throat> more and more things revealed every single week, which is, you know, what we've really been praying for since this thing started. Uh, the, the, the level of information... And this is why I believe they're getting so aggressive with their agenda, because things are so far in the open that they can't soft-pedal this anymore. They've just got to go all in. Because if they continue to give humanity more time to figure things out, which is which is happening to a large extent, they're, they're afraid of just absolutely losing control of the whole situation and the whole narrative and this is why it's more important than ever to you know try to just educate 
anyone around you that you have any sphere of influence that you have any conviction of god because i understand it you know be led of the spirit with what you're doing <clears throat> but the more people that are woke up the better that's not a that can only be a good thing okay so this first video and i just heard this the other day and it's entitled why we are the weakest generation of all time now i'm not <clears throat> this isn't some indictment against my listeners uh this is more in general just particularly if you live in a in an industrialized type of first world whatever nation like america or, or canada or the uk this wouldn't apply to all places of the earth okay a lot of a lot of places it wouldn't apply but <clears throat> probably to most of my listeners just by virtue of the fact that you've got a, com a computer and you're able to or a, or a smartphone or something like that and you're able to actually access these types of things uh would would probably wouldn't be somebody <clears throat> that's you know in a third world country with no resources in these types of things doesn't mean that we're better i'm just saying this is who this message would most likely apply to i just think it's good to i, I mean it, I'm guilty on so much of what this guy's going to talk about. And, and you know, a lot of it's not even our fault. A lot of it's just how we were raised. A lot of it's just, okay, this is this is the way it's always been. We've never even known any different. It doesn't necessarily mean it's a wicked thing, what he's talking about. But it is good to reflect back on previous generations and how it was for so many thousands of years, the way people had to toil in uh, just to live, just to fight to, to live. And, and now, granted, we could be going back to those days real quick. And that's why another reason I think this is good to be reminded of, uh, because we could be going back into the dark ages real quick. And it would only really boil down to one EMP um, taking the grid down in some way, shape, or form. Let's say, I don't know, the Russians, the Chinese do that as uh, some type of you know that type of scenario where you know you don't have running water anymore you don't have electricity you, you know you know that it, it would get medieval most likely very quickly so i'm gonna go ahead and play this there's a quote by an author named michael hoff and it goes something like this hard times make strong men strong men create good times good times create now we're leaving god totally out of the equation here i just bear that in mind they, i think he is a christian he mentions he mentions god i'm not going to play the whole clip but he does mention god and everything but I, the premise of what he's talking about here i think is is the thing to pay attention to and and weak men create hard times okay, let me let me back it up so you can hear it again Hoff, and it goes something like this hard times make strong men strong men create good times good times create weak men and weak men create hard times and you can really see this idea rolling through the ages and that wheel of history turning is just soaked blood red by not understanding that hard times means lots of people die tyrants rise up and rule and so this is a really painful lesson that we have to keep learning over and over and i wonder if we become even weaker, let's let's imagine for a moment that we are the weakest. To be honest, I really think that a lot of what he just talked about there is what inspired this ministry. Really going back about 20 years ago, but then 
more 15 years ago where I actually started putting up audios because see, I knew I could see how weak the church really had become. The Lord showed me about the whole 501c3 thing, yoking up with the government and how those entanglements were just gelding the church, weakening it, gelding it, like neutering the church. And I saw the fruit of it. I saw that the church wasn't being salt and light. And and it was like, what are you doing? There's all these, you know, five alarm fires going off everywhere. You know. And, and I mean, I, I was saved back in ni- early 1994. And I, I was saved through that book, En Route to Global Occupation, by Gary Cott, where he talked, it was a UN insider that went in there and firsthand saw all of the wicked United Nations agendas, its ties to Freemasonry, the the wanting to bring about the one world government, one world religious system. That's how I got saved is through that book. And I thought, surely, as a baby Christian, the churches are screaming the same information from the pulpits, right? No. No, they're not. I mean, I went, you know, Pentecostal, hardcore charismatic. Um, you know, I, I went to a Catholic high school, Lutheran middle school, um, then into the most strict sects of independent fundamental, Baptist, King James only, non-registered, um, non-501c3 Baptist churches, and then just regular Baptist. And then, and I never really saw, I mean, some in the some in the the hardcore Baptist churches, some, yeah, there there was more in there because they were more woke, but there was also such pride commingled with that movement that blinded them to other things, and ultimately I, ex- I exited all of it because I think ultimately what God taught me is the de- the denominational system is not biblical, and I just did a whole teaching on that. It was last week or the week before, and. I thought, well, surely all the churches are going to be screaming the alarm. I mean, the Bible says it was going to happen. The Bible says that we're going to have the Antichrist and false prophet, a one world government, one world political system, one world religion, basically a one world currency. We're doing all these things right now to get us there and has been for decades and decades. And the church, for the most part, has just been silent about it. Because, see, they're part of the system. Because they're yoked up with the system. The Bible says, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what communion hath righteousness with unrighteousness, or Christ with Belial, meaning the devil. Well, the church is yoked up with the devil. Look at how wicked our government is now. And has been. I mean, they're, they're all world governments basically are behind this kill shot. Trying to eradicate humanity off the face of the planet and all the useless eaters well that's the same church that's the same organization that the churches are yoked up with so it's no wonder that the churches are so pathetic they should be no they're not screaming about the kill shot they're they're telling their congregants to get it for the most part i played you the clips most part i mean i'd say i don't know what the percentage of the churches are what, what is the real percentage of the churches that are really sane? I, I heard Matt Trawila the other day, pastor, and he was he's against them. He's one of the few. And I'm 
almost positive he's unregistered. He's like an unregistered. He was in the, I think he was in the unregistered church movement, um, the Baptist church movement when I was a part of it. But he's one of the few. You know, this should be the church's primary objective is to protect and warn the sheep. In the time, day and time where Jesus talked about in Matthew 24, where he said, be not deceived. When he first started talking about this subject in Matthew 24, about the end times, he said, be not deceived. And that many will come in my name saying, you know, here is Christ or whatever and believe them not. And if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Well, here we are. And the church has the same access to the same Bible we do, and they just, for the most part, sit and do nothing. No, they're even worse. They go along with it. They tell you to take the kill shot. They tell you to obey whatever this wicked, evil government tells you to do. And it's becoming more and more obvious by the day how wicked and sick the government is i'm not saying everybody in the government is or there's not good people in the government I'm not saying that in all aspects but i'm talking the people at the head are just like the people at the head of all these denominational systems are most likely satanists luciferians put there by design on purpose to control their respective congregations their respective i'm sorry denominations and if the head is sick, the whole body will be sick. So anyway, let's go forward. Generation right now that has ever walked the face of the planet. I actually believe that. I think so we're, the said we're the weakest generation that's ever lived walking the planet right now. How could you really argue with that with all the creature comforts that we have that almost guaranteed they've never had in any other era? I mean, come on there's no way we we are at the the zenith of creature comforts that any generation previous to us has ever had weakest people that have ever walked on planet earth before then i wonder and i'm gonna i'm gonna back that up in just a moment here uh but i wonder the weaker the person the worse the times to come are right probably so anyway he, here's kind of the way i want to because break. there will a weak person you saw this weakness about the vaccine alone and, and how easy it is for them. Wear your mask, take your test, do this, do that, social distance, all this garbage that is totally based on nothing but satanic lies. Take your kill shot. And most people just lay down and submit to all of it. Most people do. And I understand there's, you know, there, there at this point there is even... A case you could make for wearing masks, like I said, just to protect yourself from the vaccinated, but God forbid wearing the regular garbage surgical masks that are most likely loaded with graphene and nanotech, like we've proven in previous studies. I kind of understand that, especially if you're treating it with something like uh, thieves or, or one of the, uh, the essential oils. I get that, okay? But I'm just saying all the stuff that goes along with the COVID-19 kill shot agenda. And most people just, you know, submit. So I have four major points. Here they are. One, we are all little kings. That's going to be fun. Two, courage has died and we do not mourn her. 
three, we are chocolate soldiers, and four, it's all your fault. So I want to go through these four pieces to really just uh, try to step back and look at our times as they are and see where we are in that wheel of history. So we might understand that when the bad times, which are just around the corner, happen, we understand where it's coming from and what it requires to get out of that business. All right, so the first point, we're all little kings. And what I mean by that, uh, my wife and I were over in London. We saw the Tower of London where all these different kings lived. You can also imagine emperors over the time period, but they're still like going to the bathroom and pots and, you know, low age expectancy and no real medical treatment. And they're sweating it out in the summers and freezing in the winters. And, uh, you know, they don't have ibuprofen or Benadryl or any of the modern kind of creature comforts. And so today, even our lowest socioeconomic class in the United States, we live in greater comfort and luxury than any of the emperors of old. Yeah. Uh, we're going to step into our vehicle, which can transport us, you know, 80 miles an hour somewhere else. The journeys that would have taken months and you might have died at is now just kind of a casual day trip where we can artificially control the environment to, not, to 71 degrees with perfect lumbar support as we're just being uh, able to drive to an airport and then be flown to any place in the world while we sit in a seat flying through the sky. That's pretty amazing. And people serve us stuff and we're able to have ice and all of our drinks on demand. I've got a refrigerator just stacked with food and a freezer right there. Just all this food, right? We don't have to go gather or hunt at each meal. This is an incredible. Uh, we got a 60-inch TV on the wall. Mine, I've got a 50-inch TV on the wall, but still, a 50-inch TV there on the wall. And I'm sitting in my house eating a snack with a perfectly controlled artificial environment around me. I could be even having ice cream, something in the emperor in the middle. No one's getting ice cream. Are you kidding me? And when I'm done, I'm going to go take a completely on-demand hot shower. Then I can, I can stream hours and hours of the most most amazing content from any type of uh, age or genre. Holy smokes, we could entertain ourselves today. And then you can make an, a, a complete living with just typing away from your couch. You make a living, right? You can order groceries that are delivered to your door. You see? I mean, like, yeah, it's true. You don't wield supreme executive authority by any means, but holy cow, the amount of comfort and luxury and entertainment, even our lowest socioeconomic class entertains to this day, is far, far more extravagant than a lot of the emperors of old. Now, this isn't necessarily a bad thing. It just means the more coddled we are, the more we're able to distance ourselves from suffering, even uh, some type of medical thing of like, oh, I don't want to feel that and they have local or general anesthetic if like it looks like too much pain i'm like just put me out and do the thing it's like wow doctors aren't even bleeding us with leeches anymore right if like holy smokes we can almost distance ourselves from almost all physical pain if we wanted to and sit in absolute comfort every moment until we die it, that's but again that that is going to breed a very very weak generation um and i'm not bragging or anything i'm just saying that since i've been like i think i had to work harder growing up than most kids i had to was like in a lawn service with my grandparents in the summers in southwest florida <clears throat> fort myers 
for I don't know how many years I did that. The hottest months in Southwest Florida, which is theoretically the subtropics. I I learned about like, and I'm not saying it's suffering like biblical, but I learned about hard work. I learned about being out in the sun for hours on end, being covered in grass, having wasps chase you, um, um, you know, sweating profusely uh, in the hot sun, torrential downpours one minute, beating down sun the next. And I actually had my own little lawn service uh, where I would cut lawns around my neighborhood that I lived in as well. Uh, then working for my dad, I mean, <laughs> I mean, we, we were, we would be considered a middle, upper, upper middle class, I would say. This is what my parents always told me. Lived in a gated subdivision, but I had to work. And the house that we lived in was so high maintenance. I mean, oh my word, there was always so much, not like living on a farm, but just the upkeep of this gigantic, would be considered a mansion by, I mean, a lot of people, especially if you were in a different country probably it was huge we had the biggest pool in the whole subdivision and man did it require a lot of upkeep and it's it's kind of a big reason why now i'm just like i want it like as little as possible to take care of and um <clears throat> thank god my um well i'm just in a situation right now that that's the case and it's allowed me to really concentrate on the ministry but I, I I lived that, and then and then like I uh, I'm very very acquainted with attics. I, I would get up in the attics during the um, I worked for an alarm company for a while. It was a summer job, I believe. And my grand grandparents retired, and um, <clears throat> then I worked with my dad with the video cameras and stuff that he was doing and satellite installations and i would i was the attic rat and i mean during the summer 140 degrees up in the attic with fiberglass insulation i'd try to wear windbreaker up there just so the fiberglass wouldn't go into my skin too far it didn't do a whole lot of good but if you've ever been around fiberglass insulation you get it on your arms and you sweat your pores are open and it goes right in your arm and it's like having little needles in your arms 140 degrees i can remember coming out of attics where it, I came out into like a hundred degree feeling or upper nineties and it felt like AC hitting me. So I know a little bit about suffering and I think all of that was good for me is the point I'm trying to make. I also started weight training when I was around 13 and I always, I just, when I weight train, I go to failure. Um, I used what they call, it was this heavy-duty training system by a guy named Mike Mechner. For a very, really, even to this day, even though I'm really doing body weight stuff now more than ever, um, but it was the premise whereby the body will only respond to the greatest stimulus. And this is, and it only needs one set to do that because you can do 20 sets, like a lot of these bodybuilders that are on like 19 pounds of steroids or whatever, but... <clears throat> There's only one set out of the 20 that is going to be the hardest set. And that's the set that your body is going to really respond to. That's the set that's going to say, hey, get stronger if you did, if you beat your last workout at least. So I was always stri striving to either do more weight or more reps, keeping good form. 
warming up really good, not getting injured. But I would go to failure and still really do to this day, even with body weight stuff, I'll go to failure. I'm, I'm like right now, I'm, I, I seek, what I, the point I'm trying to make is I seek suffering. And I'm not saying that makes me Mr. Tough Guy, but I've always done this since I've been a little, like probably from my teens on, because that's what I knew. And I knew it made me tougher. And I, and I, and I, there's just something inherent about seeking it. I was like the other day walking around, I seek the hottest days during the hottest time to go up to the track here and walk and do push-ups or do a hundred tire flips with their tires there in, in, in the middle of the whatever. I just feel like it's made me tougher over time. And I'm 52 and I'm still doing this. And I just feel like that this, when I heard this guy, it just really rang true to me. So listen, all the stuff he's bringing up, none of that's your fault, but and I'm not telling everybody to go out and do what I'm doing. It's just that if you're used to knowing what suffering is like, if you're quickly put in that position, because we could be real quick, you're able to handle it a lot better. I said all that to say that last part, just that not to say, oh, I'm so whatever. There's a lot of guys that would run me into the ground. Okay, I'm sure. No, no, no question, no doubt, no whatever. But the work ethic I learned as a little child, which I hated at the time, I mean, I, I did. I did not. It wasn't something. But eventually, I started seeking it because it was such. I, I started to see the value in it. And if you have to suffer for God and you know what actual physical suffering is like, when that time comes, you're going to be able to bear it better. It's not going to be such a shock to you. Can you imagine these little soft millennials that have, have nary probably ever done anything in any kind of exercise vein and have lived off their computers and, you know, played video games and, and had everything catered to them and then grew up in the, in the public school system where, you know, everybody gets a trophy and all this other garbage that when he gets back we, the people in the great depression it, it was a horrible situation but they were they were probably like 50 times tougher on average than what we're so can you imagine when it does get bad and that could be it's a matter of time they're gonna pull the plug on this the more people wake up, the closer we're getting to them pulling the plug on this thing. And you're not going to hear from me again. And you're not going to hear from any of the people in alternative because it's going to be gone. That's why I've been devoting so much time, even more so now than ever, to this ministry. Because, I mean, the thing I had to do just to get to this point, in the and I, I just put up three newsletters. It, it took me working all week just to get to this point where I can finally do the study because there's so much breaking horrific information that I feel like my listeners need to know. I don't want them to be destroyed for lack of knowledge, but there's coming a time when we're gonna, that's gonna probably go dark. And unless God intervenes, and I'm not saying he can't, we're all going to most likely find out this lesson about suffering. And I don't mean necessarily going to the death camps and getting your head lopped off. I, I mean, I'm just talking about, can you imagine if the electric, uh, no water, no electricity, 
Well, that's one of their plans. You know, this domino of America is really the last domino that needs to fall. And I've been saying that for decades, well, at least over a decade, before they implement the New World Order. Most of the other countries are all disarmed. And a lot of it hinges upon that Second Amendment. And they're probably going to commingle us getting the kill shot in the Second Amendment thing all together to try to whatever. Now, we'll see how it plays out. It's why we pray, you know, fast, educate others, and these types of things. But just a lot to unpack and think about here. Pretty remarkable. But what that means is, is one day when the hot water is out, we have to join what everybody did for thousands of years and just like take a cold bath, if you even get a bath kind of thing. Most of us can't even. You tried that? Go in your shower and take a hot shower and then turn it, turn her down to nothing. Turn, turn that hot totally off. Now, during the summer, it's not as bad. Did you try doing that when it starts getting a little cooler? Ooh, <laughs> I'm telling you, if you've never done it, it's one of the best things you can do for yourself, too. For recovery, um, it's one of the things that will actually activate brown fat to be burned in the body, which is more the internal fat that you might have had since you were a baby. It's, it's more like around um, underneath the abdominal wall. It's that brown fat. It's very, very hard to burn, especially once you get to a certain age. Uh, but that's a form of suffering. And, I mean, I do it, and I could only, I mean, great, I've had a gun to my head, I, I could do it longer, but, I mean, I'll, I'll do it for, like, a minute, 45 seconds in the shower. I mean, it's exhausting, because it's, you go from hot to totally cold, and that's just in a shower. A lot of these uh, people that do recovery now, they're, go, they're getting into ice baths right after their, that's a whole other level. I mean, that's a whole other level, because they know... So the suffering they're putting in in the ice baths, they know how that's going to equate to recovery. So it see it has this benefit to it. You know, I'm not talking about suffering like these people that cut their arms and in, in you know just for emo whatever because they're infested with demons because that's that's what guides all that. Now, I'm not talking about that kind of suffering. I'm talking about suffering that actually benefits you and that can make you tougher and have benefit for you our heads around that and what that means is we're just coddled uh we're fragile we're spoiled we're high maintenance uh i'm i'm privy to it as well i'm just yeah. kind of being like man amen we're all little kings aren't we <laughs> let's move to the second point all right the second Me meaning when he says we're little kings meaning we live like the we live better than the kings of old with all the things we have access to you know they they never had access to ac back in the day you know, they could heat themselves with like a, you know, fireplace, but it wasn't like centralized heating where every room was heated the same way or whatever. I mean, that's what he's talking about. Thing is absolutely shocking to me, truly. And it's this, courage has died and we do not mourn her. Over all human history, courage is like this top virtue that all society over all time celebrates. Be courageous. And to call someone a coward, they might duel you to the mm -hmm. death. You don't call someone a coward. Mm -hmm. Now, though, something absolutely shocking has happened. Courage is no longer seemingly celebrated. Instead, we're competing to see who can be the biggest victims. Yeah. Philosophically, and this the is... The biggest baby. 
intersectionality and basically it's saying you're not a, a, a unique individual instead everyone belongs to a group and all these groups are in contention for power yeah, well, if you're it's divide and conquer that's why they do they do that the intersectionality philosophy you basically believe a person's race gender socioeconomic status and sexuality really defines who they are as a, a person inside a greater group that basically sponsors that and the more of these groups you belong to and you're more in the minority class that means you have greater and greater amounts of moral superiority so for instance if you are a christian white male you know there, there's a lot of those that's then you, that's the that's the worst evil that the universe has ever known Your opinion really isn't worth much uh but if you are from a, a, a minority class of some kind so that if you are a black gay female trans person oh, yeah. now you've achieved multiple victim statuses across a lot of different groups and so you wield supreme moral authority so the most wicked among us are wield the most power wield, wield the most influence they're what they say matters the most the most wicked vile creatures are like he just described and i don't mean just because they're black i mean more the trans part okay that's exactly what i mean gay trans um this type of mindset they're on a whole other level of influence okay um anyway let's go forward your opinion counts and mine doesn't. I'm evil, I'm oppressor, and you are good because you are minority. That's how intersectionality works. But basically, the gist of it is this. Super upside down weird thing is happening. We're competing to see who can be the greatest victim. And victimhood means your opinion is worth more. Victimhood means you're morally superior. Guys, it's not race or gender or sexuality or socioeconomic class. It's not that all the rich are evil and all the poor are good. It's that everybody should be evaluated as individuals yes. to be a good person, be a loving person, be giving, be generous. That's the stuff. It's your What are your ideas? What are your beliefs? You don't get a token pass just because you belong to a minority group doesn't mean you're right or wrong each value and belief should and, and each person should be evaluated individually not as a group so the intersectionalists are wrong and we shouldn't compete just to be victims this is crazy pills nuts i feel crazy that i even have to say that you know i'm still living martin luther king jr's dream of he has a dream that his kids wouldn't be uh judged by the color of their skin but by the content of their character right but intersectionality immediately kind of like Doc, uh, martin luther king jr who what and just ran right past what he was saying my third thing guys is we are chocolate soldiers that's an interesting phrase chocolate soldiers i, I stole that from a dude named ct stud who was basically calling out some of his peers because they had the appearance of being courageous but really when the slightest amount of heat was applied to them they would melt away I mean, you look like you're brave but you're really not we're chocolate soldiers right. now, now today we like to imagine uh that we're all fierce and uh strong-willed and strong mind but listen i wrote this Everything is offensive now. 
Cat in the Hat canceled, MAGA hats, old statues in parks, inconvenient facts of history, the number of genders, disagreement on what is healthy sexuality, the state of policing in America, guns in the Second Amendment, Karl Marx, climate change, BLM, elections, the Kung flu, Israel, abortion, and a thousand other triggers that send us running into our safe spaces. It appears that we're not able to speak openly about anything. You're at a, a, a dinner or maybe it's a holiday with your family and you know don't talk about politics because that relative may not ever talk to you again over it. Can't oh, talk yeah, and then you got the COVID thing, which is dividing people on. And again, it's another part of the agenda it's 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 a part oh the vaccinated against the unvaccinated and this is why they're so desperately trying to get more people vaccinated because the more people that get vaccinated once you do that there's really no going back i don't know how to help that i don't know how to you know detox the messenger rna out of somebody if it's rewriting your dna i don't know how you detox that if it's filling you full of nanotech okay little like cyborgian type machines in you i don't know how to get them out of you Okay, there's some ideas people have, and I've, I've tried to um, post teachings on things, but at the end of the day, I think that the devil knows that, you know, it's a choice you really can't turn back from. And the more people they can get vaccinated, the more they can divide and conquer, because they can then... Uh, say to the vaccinated look at all these unvaccinated hordes they're the reason all this is spreading you're the good ones you're the one that cares about humanity look at what scum they are they need to be annihilated they need to be incarcerated they need to have all their rights taken away their children and we're going to talk about all that this week because they're openly saying that this is what we're going to do now on different governments different fronts biden pisaki you're not going to believe the stuff I'm going to cover this week. It, it, it is so mind-blowing. It, it just, I can't even. But along that chocolate soldier thing. Now, remember what that means is that a chocolate soldier, oh, it looks like a soldier. But when there's any heat applied to it, it starts to melt. Well, I really believe that we're all going to be in that position probably pretty soon. I'm not saying that all my listeners, some of my listeners aren't right now. Some of my listeners are. Uh, I'm I'm talking about though like real ad adversity and um, th that could come in many ways, shapes, and forms too. Okay, it could just come with the the lights going out, you know, no electricity, that, without any persecution. That's gonna that's adversity, <laughs> you know. So it doesn't have to be one way. Um, it could come in a myriad of different forms all at once. That's true. Uh, but the Bible says in Proverbs twenty four ten, it says, "If thou faint." In the day of adversity, thy strength is small. Meaning, when you're, when you're tested finally, if you faint, your strength is always probably pretty small. Okay, that's what it's saying there. And I don't mean faint like somebody that faints. I mean, you just, oh, the, the, you can't take it and you just give up. You give up. And... Honestly, that's what I see from the body of Christ more than almost any other demographic. And I don't mean my listeners. I mean the ones that are part of the 501c3 system. They're not even trying to fight this wickedness. They're, worse yet, they're going along with it for the most part. They're going along with the kill shot agenda. They're listening to their Luciferian pastors, to the Billy uh, Graham, Franklin Graham, uh, to... Um, 
I don't know, all these, the 700 Club, to Joel Osteen, to that Jeffries guy, uh, to um, Copeland. They're listening to these Luciferian scum. And I mean that literally. They are Luciferians. And they have such low discernment and are so spineless, they won't even check into this kill shot agenda. They're just going to blindly believe their government and their Luciferian pastors. And again, how can I not think that this is confirmation of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2? And for this cause, God will send them strong delusion, that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned who received not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. They have no love for the truth, is what it really boils down to. Therefore, they're getting the strong delusion. And they're going to they're gonna faint in the day of adversity. They already have fainted, and it hasn't even gotten bad. So what, what does that say about their strength? Well, their strength is non-existent. Their strength to resist evil is non-existent for the most part. Not, I'm not saying everyone, but I'm saying for the most part. That's my observation. And I think it would be yours too. I mean, you, you look at how the church is going along with all this stuff. All right, let's go further here. Neighbors about elections. Can't talk to co-workers about firearms. Can't talk to anybody even about the weather because climate change, right? Everyone's so easily triggered and offended. It wasn't terribly long ago, maybe in the last just generation, few decades, where it became impossible to talk about the stuff that really matters. Don't talk about money, God, or politics. It's kind of like, well, that's kind of like the most important stuff, though, of like, what does that mean? Or like, what do I just talk about the weather? And now we can't even really talk about the weather, as I said, because before you couldn't talk about what matters. Now it seems like we can't even talk about what doesn't matter. Everyone needs a safe space. We are all so pathetically weak and triggered. Just delicate little snowflakes, all of us. Everyone's just... Well, now, when he says all of us, don't, he's not, he's not going to include himself. Don't include me. <laughs> just the vast majority of society is what I think he's trying to say there. Bait of glass walking around, and if you just broach the subject that I'm not ready for, I'll either get angry or I'll excommunicate you. We can't just agree to disagree. That doesn't happen anymore. Uh, and so the public discourse seems to be just let down. What would happen to just being able to have a disagreement with somebody over something and be like, Roger that, you think one way, I think another way, and we can just agree to disagree. Remember back when we could do that? You could just disagree with somebody right. without wishing death upon them or calling them Hitler. That used to be a thing. You could do that. Not everyone that disagreed you, with you was a Nazi. <laughs> but now it's immediately, mm, you disagree? Nazi. You're a Nazi. You're racist. Yeah. Yeah. It's the polarization of society. Uh, anyway, we could talk about that for, you know, hours and hours. But let's get, let's get right into the study now. Um, the, the first report is breaking discovery. The actual contents inside the Pfizer vials exposed. The poisonous graphene oxide is the main ingredient. Okay, now, scientists have examined... Now, I've talked about this, but now there's more. There's They're finding out more. And um, the scientists have examined the Pfizer vaccine, and what they found is horrific. It is a poison. Okay. So, this is from Stu Peters and Dr. Lorraine Day, I believe. They're actually covering this now regarding these two spanish researchers and 
she's going to give you a lot more confirmation about what we've already covered but this is super important because this is the main they're finding at least in this pfizer batch this is the main and i mean 99 percent of it that they could identify as far as ingredients was the graphene oxide which we talked about and we're going to talk about this again i, I I'm, I'm covering this first because it's super important information um for really all of us to know and welcome back to the Stu peters show you can visit cortez wealth management anytime of course the Stu peters show powered by cortez wealth management do business with a god-fearing patriotic independent fiduciary visit cortez wealth management at cortez wm.com the conversations continue to surround this injection being falsely referred to as a vaccine of course you heard ann vandersteel talking about her opinion on why president trump continues to tout these vaccines it's a huge concern of mine and we're going to continue to address yeah and i love the justifications of people scrambling out there to say well this is why trump still i don't really you know the fact that you'll defend that devil is just nauseating enough but the fact that you'll keep defending him when he keeps doubling and tripling down there's no excuse for what trump's done he is the one that brought in the kill shot to america via operation uh warp speed where the military has the power and the authority to vaccinate the populace emergency use a vaccine that should have taken 10 years a vaccine a messenger rna vaccine that has never ever been brought to a human trial successfully because it killed every single animal in all the animal trials and did for this one as well. We talked about that probably six weeks ago, a couple months ago. The most dangerous vaccine the world has ever known under emergency use authorization because they knew how wicked and evil the thing is, but they Satan knew how bad he wanted to get us in it because it was so wicked and evil. And Trump still doubles and triples down and says, you should be thank, kissing my boots for... For me giving you this big beautiful shot i read you right from his press release not too long ago about that and he, and he still just keeps doubling and tripling down on it which makes my job even easier but yet people still they're on the trump no matter what this guy does he could be sacrificing babies on the on the uh in marlaga which he's probably done and they could get footage of it, it wouldn't matter they're still gonna support old trumpster he can do no wrong well hey if we don't have trump who do we have well his name is the lord jesus christ and i'm not going to rely on a man i'm not going to rely on some devil child molesting devil womanizing child molesting good buddies with jeffrey epstein for a long long time good buddies with alan dershowitz the most vile people the world's ever known some of the most vile gislaine maxwell but we'll ignore all that no no big deal totally yoked up with the cabalists totally they bought sold and paid for by the rockefellers for decades some of those wicked evil zionist cabalists that you could even imagine totally uh, totally own trump half for decades we'll ignore all that though none of that applies he's god's anointed and you know, all the false prophets that got it wrong about him being reelected and all the other false prophecies they made and all the false prophecies from Q. All the lies. 
None of that matters. They can just keep lying. They'll keep... Most, most of the people that follow Trump will keep lapping it up like pig slop. As a dog that returns to his own vomit, so a fool to his own folly. That's what, that's what they're doing. Doesn't matter. Don't confuse me with the facts. My mind is made up about Trump. And nothing you can do is going to, well, fine. Fine. Yeah. You're, you're in the strong delusion too. And because you won't humble yourself and admit you're wrong, well, you'll be part of the strong delusion. You are part of the strong delusion. That's part of it. Trump is part of the strong delusion. Strong delusion is just not one thing. There could be one main thing, but I believe it's multifaceted. There's too many delusions in the world where people can get in a delusion where you could peg it down to say it's just one thing. There's thousands of ways you can be deluded. So anyway, let's go forward. More concerns are arising every minute. I'm getting inundated with emails from people at university medical centers and at clinics. In one case, a doctor was standing orders for all newly impregnated expecting mothers that will receive the inoculation. I'm going to dig further into that. And of course, digging always is Dr. Jane Ruby. She joins us now. You have uncovered something. You have been paying attention to these Spanish researchers. We have talked about graphene oxide. But you are now here, willing and ready to say that this is 100% proof that this is nothing but mass poisoning, mass murder, genocide. Well, Sue, I'm, I'm not going to say that it's 100% proof because even the researchers themselves are aware of their limitations. But let me say this. We now have the English translated version. It's been verified by a number of sources that it is the closest translation we can get. And I've read through it. I, I based my career on reading scientific papers, uh, studies, interim analyses, things like this in, in pharmaceutical drug development. And I want to tell you that I'm very, very concerned, and everybody else better be concerned too. If these researchers follow through, and I believe they will, with another 100 vials, which I believe uh, they already have completed, they just haven't put the entire report together, from their preliminary report, the group is called La Quinta uh, columna, the fifth column, and they are associated with the University of Almeria. But what they did was they got a Pfizer vial. They had a they had a someone in law enforcement uh, who is is willing to step forward and verify the chain of custody. It was a sealed vial with Pfizer markings on it with a lot number. I'm going to read to you. It had um, an expiration date of August of 2021. They followed the instructions to dilute it appropriately into six doses from that vial. And Stu, here's the shocking information. It, when, they, when they examined it, and you've already heard that they examined it under regular microscope and electron microscope, and they came up with those really ugly pictures of those bulbous uh, pictures with the black mesh uh, intertwined. Um, here's the ratio of what they found in... Now, if you're watching the video, you'll actually see the pictures, um, just so you know. Those vials in each dose. Each dose, Stu. The RNA, there was RNA material in there. And it was at the amount of, and don't worry about the metrics, the, the, the measure units, because I'm gonna, the, it's the ratio that's important. Out of each dose, there were six nanograms per UL of RNA. 
Do you know how much graphene oxide was in there? 747 nanograms. Do the math, my friends. That is a percentage of 99.99103%. It's virtually 99.99% graphene oxide. And let me share this with you. And only like a very small percentage of messenger RNA. Now, I believe that messenger RNA is enough to get the job done, though. But, okay... If you're Satan and you're making this kill shot brew, why do you choose it to be 99 plus percent graphene oxide unless graphene oxide is very is a very very wicked evil substance to be putting into the body? Well, that's exactly why he chose it. That ratio there's a study I want to call everyone's attention to, and I've given it to your producers, Stu. The title is called Toxicity of Graphene Family Nanoparticles, a General Review of Origins and Mechanisms. And in this article, and this is really, really of concern, it, it, it indicates, and I've given you a picture that's very complex looking, but it's actually a simplistic uh, depiction of what happens when these graphene sheets that these investigators found in the, in the Pfizer vial, when they get into your system and when they start to penetrate your cells, which they have a lipid nanoparticle that pushes them into your cells. You get oxidative stress. You know you're always worried about taking your antioxidant pills? Well, this is the oxidative stress that you're taking it against and to protect yourself from. It destroys literally everything inside the cell. It explodes the mitochondria. It creates a situation where your body is on a, a 10 alarm, like a 10 alarm you know, fire truck, and inflammation, cytokines, chemokines. Cytokine storm, just massive autoimmune reactions. I mean, it, they, they, you could hardly find a substance that's going to wreak more havoc w without just outright like cyanide putting in you and killing you right then. Now, that does happen to a lot of people, but they're trying to make it a little bit more slow. And, and the graphene oxide is the, the, um, the best way to do that they've found incredibly violent if you will inflammatory storm com comes in and it has particular affinity for creating acute inflammation of the lungs um, it, it, it creates in, an inflammatory storm in cardiac tissue and in brain tissue sue this is going to tie directly to strokes to the heart attacks and we're giving this to pregnant mothers and babies it also mimics all of the symptoms of the SARS-CoV-2 you know coronavirus all the same symptoms it mimics all of those and this is why they're putting it in the masks in the test kits and now we're finding it's 99% of the of at least the Pfizer vaccine they're they're spraying it on us via the chemtrails they're trying to get this stuff into us every way, shape, and form imaginable. This is this is really something everybody's got to start paying attention to. Okay, so I, I have a question. I, I'm just a lay guy over here. You're the expert. Graphene oxide, is it a poison? It is most definitely a poison. Okay, it and these people have found, these Spanish researchers have found that over 99% of the Pfizer vaccine is graphene oxide. Is that right? That is correct. Stu, there's no other reason for this to be in here except to murder people. Okay, so then what we're <laughs> going go. back to, and I'm not a lawyer, but I am going to cross-examine you. No big, no big deal. It's just premeditated mass murder genocide on a global scale.
It's no big deal. You know, what? what's everybody get so worked up about? That's all we're talking about on a weekly basis. And the satanic uh, minions that are in control of all this are doing everything they can to shut us all up. I wonder why. I, I, I couldn't imagine why. That's my opening question. You're here to definitively say that this is mass poisoning. And you're saying, no, I, don't, I can't say that it's proof. What is your hesitancy? My hesitancy is a great question. My hesitancy is just the general limitations. All good researchers list at the end of their analyses a list of limitations. These researchers are very, very professional. The limitations are uh, they want they want to be able to show a tighter chain of custody. They claim that they have upwards of a, of another 100 vials, uh, and so hopefully they have the chain of custody for that. They uh, are using like a spectroscopy kind of a approach in these electron microscopes, which means they're using, they're differentiating uh, using light um, with the way they know light behaves over graphene oxide in industrial publications. So they, they are going to run literally hundreds more tests on this particular vial to make sure they actually get a chemical analysis that is 100% graphene oxide. Right now it looks like it. You've seen the pictures. I also pr provided those to you and your producers. You've seen those photos. You've got a three photo side by side that I provided. Those are different magnifications uh, and they're compared to uh, verified graphene oxide in industrial publications. So we do have the pictures, uh, but they want to go one step further and they want to show us that these are chemically confirmed, um, you know, a uh, depictions or reality. Uh, and so they're going to verify all of that. Stu, if this is true, and if, if the rest of the companies that are that are pushing these jabs, all four of the companies in the U.S. are filled 99% with this toxic industrial chemical, I, I, I don't know what to say to you, but everybody better shut everything down right now. This is really dangerous. <laughs> Yeah. It's horrific. I, I I get chills listening to this. I don't know why the media shut it down. It's doing such a great job of killing everybody and maiming people. And when the party's just getting started, I mean, they're you know, people are be dropping dead from now until whenever from this stuff, from this kill shot. From a satanic standpoint, why would you want to stop that? You know, no, let's cover it up. Let's let's act like we're all conspiracy theorists. We're we're but the conspiracy theorists are supposedly. The, you know, we're the only ones that have any kind of facts on our side. They're just going to tell you, shut up and take the shot if you want to get back to, to uh, normal, which will never be normal again. That's all they're going to tell you keep doing. With nothing, you know, nothing but lies to support why they're telling you to do that. No, this is global mass genocide taking place every, it's premeditated too, taking place every single day all over the world on a scale we've never known ever before in any other time era. And they call evil good and good evil. That's the new norm. Picking any of this up. I mean, they're in on it. They want you dead. They're part of the murder plot. Yeah. This is ridiculous. They want to push this into our kids. They want to put this graphene oxide directly into the... All right, let me ask you a question. Aside from premeditated murder, what might be another motivation for one to fill another person's body, their entire uh, makeup, with this graphene oxide? What else does this stuff do other than poison and kill people? 
The only other explanation I could come up with as a scientist myself is that this is a mass um, uninformed, without consent, global experiment because they've never been able to get this into humans on an experimental basis. No human subjects review board would ever approve a protocol with this stuff in it. They've done this uh, study that I just showed you uh, that was done in 2016, toxicity of graphene. Uh, it's been used extensively in animals and they say it, it, it does relate to the amount that you put in there. Uh, but, but Stu, there, there, there's no other reason to have something that's comprising 99% of the injection uh, to, to have this toxic material in it. If the ratio was reversed and it was 99% RNA, uh, which would be way too much RNA, but the point is, and, and maybe 0.008% uh, of the graphene oxide, you might say, well, maybe there's some therapeutic, but still it's never been used in humans, much less babies and pregnant women. Yeah, this okay, is so a, let's go this... back to the talking points of the media because this, is, uh, this sure. is interesting also. I want to address this. So at the beginning of this thing, when they first rolled this thing out, when they first approved it for this emergency use, right? Uh, or authorized it. I shouldn't say approve. That's disregard Correct. that. It's not approved. Correct. Authorized. Uh, when they authorized this for emergency use, uh, the efficacy and all this other stuff was broadcast everywhere. Fake, false lies, complete lies. They said that this thing uh, killed the coronavirus known as COVID-19, 98.6% success rate, whatever. So they're all safe and effective. How can they prove that? I mean, what, was that just a lie? Did they just make up an arbitrary number? Is that documented anywhere? I mean, does this thing really delete or combat the SARS-CoV-2 virus? Stu, I'm going to go back to the beginning. The PCR test is a fraud perpetrated exactly. by Christian Drosten and Olfert Lant. Uh, the coronavirus SARS-CoV-2 has never, it's, it's never been isolated. Uh, it's, it's protein sequences have never been demonstrated. Or I've, I've covered all of this at length ad infinitum in the last, ugh, however long it's been. What are we looking at here? I don't know, 18 months since this started. Validated. No one can prove to us that it ever really existed. Did something exist last year? Does something flying around now that's a flu and lots of different versions of the common cold? Yes, yes, and yes. But no one's ever proven or shown uh, an isolate, verified an isolate of the SARS-CoV-2 virus. That's number one. And I want to add one more thing. These Spanish researchers in this group said that when you look at the different symptoms of SARS, whatever was the SARS-CoV-2 uh, from last year, or a few residual cases now, they are all uh, symptoms that would also be caused by excess graphene oxide in your body. Exactly. The storm in the lungs. Yep. Uh, if you inhale, and by the way, they're preparing uh, a preparation right now, these companies, of an inhalant version of this, uh, of, of this uh, quote, vaccine, and God help us, Stu, because it's more potent, it goes right into the lungs, and it creates a pulmonary storm of pneumonia right away. And you're going to see, if they get this into emergency use authorization, you're going to start seeing respiratory flash pneumonias and rapid deaths. And nobody uh, will by design, and it'll be blamed on, on the unvaccinated. They'll, they'll give this to you via, the, via an inhaler, go right into the lungs, cause a gigantic, you know, pulmonary cytokine storm type issues you know bilateral pneumonia the whole nine yards and it'll all be blamed on the unvaccinated even though they just got the inhaler vax that was no they're giving it to you to kill you and then to blame on the unvaxed 
And we're going to look at that a little bit later. The, the countries that have the lowest vax rates are generally, right now, they're even... I believe it was the the guy that discovered the the messenger RNA vaccines came out just yesterday, I believe, and he's talking about how the comp the countries that have the lowest vaccine for the COVID rates are the ones that are have the lowest uh, COVID rates. So wouldn't it be the opposite if you had highly vaccinated? Wouldn't they all be protected? No, the ones that are the most highly have the highest rate rates of what they're calling COVID. Now they've been contaminating the masks with graphene oxide. I reported on that probably six months ago and I didn't even know what graphene oxide was at that point. It's a relatively new material that's been discovered in recent years. And that was when they were saying, oh, they, they, were, the, they were identifying there was graphene oxide in the mask, um, masks. Kids that were putting them on were complaining that it was like they were inhaling something it made them feel weird and their lungs feel weird and it was giving them all kind of respiratory issues so they've been contaminating us via the masks via the test kits so if they if they can get you to wear the face diaper mask and the test kit and you start having covid symptoms because that's the exact symptoms that graphene oxide produces and yes that does include loss of smell and taste yes graphene oxide covered that last week then it's just one logical step to say, well, you need the vaccine where we're really going to hit you hard with a gigantic dose of graphene oxide, unless you're one of the fortunate ones to get the saline shots. We're really going to hit you with a big dose and blame everything on you and blame everything on the vaccinated. And when you die or your family members die, we're not going to let you talk about it. We're going to ban you off Facebook. We're going to ban you off every social media platform. We're going to call you the enemy. You've done like you're supposed to. You've taken the kill shot. Now you're dead or your family member's dead. Now shut up and go away. Because we got a lot, we got billions more to kill. And we're just getting cranked up on this thing. So it turns out that the graphene oxide was the thing they, they've used from the start to perpetuate this whole stinking lie. And it was really started via the mask wearing and the test kits that's how they got it into you not only that only god knows what what else i mean i i showed you the uh, or i played you the videos and gave you the things on the those nano worms that they were looking at in the mass that when like you breathe on them they come to life under a microscope the test kits how they're very very sharp the the um uh, the bristles on that and how it irritates the cribriform plate how there's most likely hydrogel, there's nanoworms on there, there's graphene oxide on there, going right straight into the brain via the cribriform plate on the test kits, that there's no reason they have, they have to ram six inches into your head. It's all a satanic plot to kill you, every bit of it, and to perpetuate this lie that's known as COVID-19. And they're doing it, every bit of it. By design, on purpose, and Satan loves it. Or associate it or tie it to this vaccine. Nobody in the mainstream media, nobody on the liberal left, nobody will acknowledge, oh my goodness, look at this, look at this influx of respiratory. It's sick, it's, it's totally wrong. You said that there was no board, I, I forget what exactly what, what it was that you said that would have authorized this if there was, if this was widely broadcast as graphene oxide. What was it that you said? Nobody would have done what? It's, it, 
it, since the Nuremberg trials, uh, we you cannot uh, you cannot experiment on human beings, uh, regardless of, of of the drug. The, That's the, what it was. Yes. They, uh, you cannot do it without the approval of a human subjects review board. Okay, That's so an independent board that approves your protocol and your informed consent, which no one's ever seen a real informed consent for these jabs. That's what I was going to ask you. So this this independent review board, whoever they might be, um, they, they probably have no idea because they don't know what's in it because nobody does. Is it possible that Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, AstraZeneca, all these people who are sending out you know, all these vials to all these pharmacies, which we have seen pharmacists showing up, oh, these leaflets are blank, these inserts are blank, nobody knows what's in this thing. It's, it's impossible yeah. to give proper informed consent because exactly. nobody knows what's in it. Yeah, the blank inserts, that's, that's a hot one. I mean, uh, that comes with a sheet big enough to literally, you could like lay under it as a blanket. It's that big in all the vaccine inserts, they're all blank. And some of them even say intentionally blank. Because they don't want you to really know all that's in it. They want you to be totally in the dark. And all of these 800-pound gorillas in the room, you'd think, you know, the the lamestream prostitute media would be covering. No, they're, they're not going to say a word about any of it. It's all part of the satanic agenda to kill you. So why would they talk about it? Uh, nobody knows what the potential side effects are because those things would all be listed right here and this page is left intentionally blank. Yep. Um, is it possible that nobody knows, other than the manufacturer, what is really inside this thing? And that the manufacturer was directed by the likes of Anthony Fauci and Bill Gates as to exactly what formula to use to create this, as Dr. John McGreevy indicated, that these people are intentionally trying to kill you. They're trying to murder you. They have the, the, the technology and they have the recipe for disaster and they are intentionally pushing this on the American people to thin the herd, to control the population, to make men sterile, to make women infertile. Yep. Yep, there's also uh, some information coming in, and we're going to see more and more of it, and we're going to talk about it, of the fact that when you get your body filled with enough graphene oxide, it does, uh, it is with the warmth of your body, and if it's oxygenated by, if it draws the oxygen into it, that it can be manipulated, and your your body can be uh, affected by the, uh, the, the, the vibrations. I, I'm not an electrical expert from the 5G network, which we haven't even seen completely uh, set up and rolled out yet. And so there's a lot of concern around that. At that point, that will just be the residual people who haven't died from their lung or heart disease from this excess toxic chemical. So stay tuned. I have hours of questions that I could ask you, but as you know how this TV radio just thing wait. goes, we have to pay Don't the, take it. Just yeah, wait. Just wait. Absolutely. You have coined the hashtag and it seems to be catching on. I hope people heed that advice. Dr. Jane Ruby, she's a 20-year international health economist and pharmaceutical researcher. You can find her drjaneruby.com. By the way, if you have questions... Okay, so what she just said at the end there. We covered this uh, last week or the week before, and I'm just going to reiterate that a little bit. Remember from last week's study, and I'm quoting, subjects inoculated with graphene oxide nanoparticles, like in the COVID kill shot, can be manipulated mentally by tuning into different frequencies inside the 5G ranges. Now, this was the other thing that Trump took so much credit for because it supposedly created so much jobs, even though it's killing um, the people via the 5G radiation and via what how the 5G is going to interface 
with all of the contents of the kill shot. All the nanoparticles, the graphene oxide now we're finding is absolutely 100% compatible because you can, be nip, you can be manipulated mentally by tuning into different frequencies in the 5G range if you've been inoculated with the graphene oxide, which comprises, at least in this case, over 99% of the shot itself, of the contents, okay? They can feel, think, and see feelings. I don't know how you see feelings, but thoughts or things that don't actually exist. So in other words, you can have hallucinations. I, I, a listener the other day emailed me about um, this pastor of hers that after he got the kill shot, he started hearing thunderings in the, in the, uh, in the sanctuary, like where you know the main part of the church was. And he would go in there and see angels and stuff. And I'm thinking... Yeah, you know, if you hadn't got the kill shot, it'd be one thing. But, you know, now you got the kill shot and now you're seeing all these things. I, I just got I'm kind of having a hard time believing it's of God, you know, uh, kind of a little skeptical on that one. Anyway, um, but he could actually be seen into the spirit. Well, I don't know, or some derivation of what they're projecting him to see. I don't know. They could develop fake memories or delete real existing memories, even without a fully enabled 5G internet or 5g net as people have reported feeling they feel strange after taking the jab the scientists maintain that the global vaccination program is an excuse to cage mankind in a dangerous covert global transhumanism program why they're going to be transhuman they're not going to be fully human if you take the kill shots you're going to have you're going to be full of nanotech. You're going to be full of graphene oxide, which interfaces with the nanotech. Your, your DNA is being overwritten by the messenger RNA, meaning if your DNA is not fully human anymore, what are you? Well, you're not fully human. We know that. And you're a cyborg because you have all these little nanobot machines that can self-replicate and also replicate into different things into the body. And they're probably using the graphene oxide to facilitate all of that. Uh, graphene oxide has incredible properties. I mean, I've re I have listened to some videos on it, and it's like this super material that they found just conducts electricity like nothing they've ever seen. They're coming. They're they're using it now to make battery. I mean, it could be used for good. I believe. I mean, they're they're using it for um to. And there's even some companies out right now where you can get graphene oxide batteries, and they're way more efficient than any battery any lithium battery on the market i mean it just blows them away and I, they're just in the infancy i don't have a problem using it for that application i mean unless the stuff is just like black goo satan from stuff from satan but i don't think it necessarily is that i don't think it necessarily has to be used for evil but they're choosing to use it for evil in these kill shots um so it's all about Changing us into something that's not fully human is really what the kill shot boils down to. And, and Jesus Christ didn't come back, you know, and die on the cross to save a whole bunch of um, non-human, transhuman, cyborgian Nephilim that have had their DNA totally overwritten, which is a process, and are full of nanotech. And, you know, only God knows what else. Uh, then we have this graphene oxide nanoparticles sprayed in chemtrails why some people are magnetic graphene oxide it also has magnetic properties okay so i'm going to play this a very brief video oh they already took that one down good okay amazingly i was able to find this on youtube probably will be 
Oh, it's been up there for oh, a while. Okay, I did find the video. It's showing a, uh, it's a man or a woman taking a credit card, and it's I'm assuming it was a heavily chemtrailed. The car's been outside, and um, this wouldn't work with pollen, is what I'm trying to say. They're they're taking a credit card and, and moving it over the surface of the glass of the car. It's a very brief video, so I'll describe you what's happening. Okay, so they're they're kind of hurting a whole bunch of whatever is on the windshield together. It's all over the car, you can tell. And, and yeah, a certain component of it is obviously chemtrails. And then, so you can see it now. It's on the window, and they're taking a little neodymium magnet, and it's just sucking it right up, right onto the magnet. Graphene oxide is magnetic, okay? And this also is explaining why people are getting the kill shot and at least within the first one week to two weeks or whatever, wherever the injection site is, typically they're very magnetic there. To the point where graphene oxide actually has magnetic properties. So people that are putting just metal on them, like spoons and forks or whatever, it's sticking to them. Now, as the graphene oxide dissipates okay, in the body... Some of them, um, then they, they, they're not as magnetic because it's going throughout the body and doing all of its fun stuff in the body, okay? But initially, obviously, you're going to have a higher concentration at the injection site. Uh, obviously, also, if that were pollen, now there may be some other constituents of the chemtrails in there that are also magnetic, but I do believe it's most likely primarily this graphene oxide at this point, um, Pollen obviously wouldn't be magnetic. You're not going to use a little neodymium. I've, I've got a very, like, almost a very identical neodymium magnet that he was using right next to me. And obviously, if it was pollen, it wouldn't, like, literally be getting sucked into the magnet. Okay, so uh, that that'll kind of maybe explain a little bit more too about what we're dealing with here. Uh, I'm putting the proper link in there, so if you want to click on that in the PDF, it'll at least for now it's working. Uh, then we have this. So we talked about last week, what are some remedies for graphene oxide in the body? Okay. Straight from the two Spanish scientists, they determined that NAC, N-acetylcysteine, and um, glutathione are the two main ways to get graphene oxide out of the body. Okay. Both of them are supplements. The problem you run into with glutathione is that it's very poorly absorbed in the body. And the, like the one that I've gotten in the past was a liposomal glutathione that you had to keep refrigerated. And it tastes horrible. I mean, real liposomal glutathione. Ooh, it's the reason I never really mentioned it in my teachings is because it's so horribly tasting that I knew I was going to get low compliance if I told somebody to buy some. Not only that, you're supposed to keep it refrigerated. And like right now, I'm not even shipping. I, I'm, I will ship Flora, the little that I've got left, with an ice pack. Okay, most companies will not do that. And so I'm not even going to order anymore. Once I'm out of the batch I've got, I'm not going to order any more floor until it cools down a little bit. Because I know that I'm not going to get it shipped to me um, refrigerated. Okay, now the cool thing with an eight is they put double the amount of flora per capsule as what's stated on the label. So they allow for some die off because flora is 
heat sensitive. But right now, I'll ship out if you're within, I don't know, a couple states from me, but I'm not going to ship to California. I'm just going to say go to the go to the health food store and get it right now uh, in the refrigerated section and keep it refrigerated because I'm not going to ship to California knowing that even if I put an ice pack in there, it's going to get probably hot by the time it gets there. I'm not going to do it. Um, but glutathione, liposomal, really good liquid glutathione that tastes horrible is very is similar and it's a pain, you know. So um, I'm more leaning to the NAC supplements, the N-acetylcysteine, as an easier alternative to get the graphene oxide out of the body because we're probably all contaminated just from the chemtrails alone and who knows what else they're putting it in. But guess what? There's this report I'm going to report on right now. Ask the pharmacist. NAC, N-acetylcysteine, the supplements are going away soon. Why? Hmm. Because as we just reported, this is one of the main ways to get graphene oxide, which is the main contaminant in the COVID kill shots, the test kits and the masks. It's one of the main ways to get all that out of the body. It's the way you do it, NAC or glutathione. N-acetylcysteine is an amino acid that is useful to make glutathione. It actually makes glutathione in the body, okay? In your body, the glutathione is a potent liver antioxidant. Cysteine is a natural compound that N-acetylcysteine or NAC, which is a dietary supplement. They call it NAC because it's like the abbreviation, NAC. So I'll just refer to that as now, as NAC. That's how you can find it in health food stores as NAC, NAC. But you won't find it for long. So if you want NAC, you should buy it now. It's virtually already gone from Amazon. I'm going to order like a boatload of it probably tonight if I can even get it. It's already virtually gone from Amazon. Isn't it funny that like the main thing that would get the main constituent that's killing you and the kill shots out of the body, they're making it like they're taking it off the market and you'll only be able to get it by prescription? Isn't that weird? Huh. Could have knocked me with a feather. I, I, I just, I don't know why. The timing's a little bit suspect. Considering all this stuff's coming out on, you know, the graphene oxide and the kill shots and knowing that there's really only one way to get it out of you. And that's knack or glutathione. Hmm. There's a disagreement between the Food and Drug Administration and the dietary supplement industry over how legal it is for this dietary supplements to put the amino acid in their supplements. It's an amino acid. Okay. We're not talking about something whatever. Like some drug. No, no. Well, we know why they want it out of there. Because it's a remedy to the graphene oxide. NAC is also available by prescription and Guess what, guys? That's the only way it's going to be available real soon. It is forcing Amazon and other selling platforms to take sides on the issue. Well, they'll always cave into Satan. You know. NAC has many health benefits as a prescription drug. It's sold as mucomist. Uh, it is used as an antidote for acetaminophen poisoning. So if you take too much acetaminophen, NAC is the remedy. 
Okay, if like you take way too much, well, you take NAC. Okay, and coincidentally enough, if you take a lot of acetaminophen, you'll have very low levels of NAC in the body because it depletes it. Okay, uh, so it's an antidote for acetaminophen poisoning when people overdose on that analgesic. It's been used in an emergency room in hospitals nationwide. It has, I don't know how many, like over 100 studies on it. Uh, the prescription version will continue to remain available i am only referring to the supplements getting banned now this is a pharmacist writing this report here so this is the way they want to take all supplements but this one in particular as a popular health food store item knack is sold quite well for many reasons it's useful as an antioxidant and non-prescription expectorant because it can loosen mucus in the airway passages it makes breathing easier and more comfortable NAC sold like hotcakes last year for obvious reasons during the pandemic well because it helps with breathing uh, NAC is used for immune system health it also helps with, re with recovery and sore muscles okay so that was why i was taking it why i do take it every day okay because my recovery is i got like a genetic marker where my recovery is not good I can literally, like, when I was weight training, I would go a month between workouts. A month. And still make progress. I didn't, was, I mean, I think it was ideally probably about a 28, 26-day cycle probably was, would have been more ideal. But I could make progress if I went, uh, particularly leg workouts. Um, you know, I can't relate to people that can do like two a days and all that other stuff. I mean, granted, I'm, I'm 52, but still. But I have a marker, genetic marker. Now, I can get real, real strong if you give me enough time. But it's like a tortoise. It's slow and steady wins the race for me. I can't like do two a day workouts and I, I can never recover from it. I'm just not built that way. Uh, so, again, we're all different. We're all built different. We all have different genetic markers, you know. You kind of got to work with what you got, with what God gave you. Um, all right, so furthermore, NAC is used as a precursor nutrient for people who want to make more glutathione in their body, which is useful as a liver protectorant. Your own body makes glutathione in the liver, and again, cysteine or NAC is one precursor nutrient that is essential for making glutathione. Then I had a, well, here, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, then... This next report, why the FDA is attacking NAC supplements. May, maybe because, well, then I wrote in there, maybe because this is one of the main ways to get graphene oxide, which highly contaminates the kill shot and the mask, the COVID test kits, and the chemtrails out of the body. Okay, N-acetylcysteine, or NAC, has been on the market for a supplement for decades. Why is the FDA attacking it now? Now, I give you a action alert. You can click on this action alert, and it's real simple takes you right to a page now i've got a thing called roboform which i think everybody should have or something like it where it kind of stores your passwords and, and stores like your um if you have to fill a form it puts your address and name and all that stuff in there automatically i've used it for years i like Robo. It's, it's a subscription it's not like that expensive um and you know it would save me on a weekly basis hours of typing because i do so much on the internet maybe different forms things i'm ordering online or whatever passwords i don't have to it's all done 
So if you have something like RoboForm, you just click on this and then you click RoboForm and then it just fills it all in. And then it sends it to like your senators and your representatives. It's all done for you. So all you got to click on is on this action alert button. Here's another tip. If you're sick of going to like YouTube and having all those ads pop up or a lot of these sites that you have all these ads, get Ghostery. It's free. Uh, Ghostery.com. It's just how it sounds. Ghostery. Okay. It's an add-on to a lot of the search engines. And it blocks a ton of these ads. And if you get to a site and it's not working right and you can't use it, you just pause Ghostery, reload it, and then, you know, then like, in, in other words, if Ghostery is just making it so you can't maybe transact or maybe you, something on the site you don't have access to. Well, all you got to do is pause it and reload the page and it'll come up. So all I'm telling you is you go up on YouTube. I don't have any ads on YouTube ever because Ghostery makes sure. I mean, every once in a while, but Ghostery makes sure you don't have any of that either. It's awesome. Saves you so much. And it's free. It's free. So I just gave you a couple tips there. I mean, this is a guy that spends like, you know, most of his life on the internet just because of I'm researching or answering emails or whatever. And those are two um, really helpful things. So a few weeks ago, we told you about FDA's recent actions threatening NAC supplements products, which the FDA has allowed on the market for decades. The question is, why now? After all these years as the FDA doing this, well, I just told you why. Digging a little, no, and I am the only one I've heard so far on the internet saying that. Even the people, like those two researchers, I don't know if they're aware of this. They're in Spain, so they're, you know, their dietary, what dietary supplements they would have access to would be different than what we do in America. But I'm the only one that I've seen so far say anything about the, the correlation between, wow, they're banning all the NAC supplements all of a sudden. And guess what? That's what's contaminating the mass, the test kits, and the um, the kill shot. Sure, there's no correlation. Digging a little bit deeper, it, see, it seems obvious that the FDA is clearing the market of affordable NAC supplements in an effort to eliminate competition for NAC drugs that could be coming to the market in the next few years. I wonder why they would be um, thinking about bringing more NAC drugs to the market in the next few years. Maybe because they know they're gonna have so many millions of new customers from all the graphene oxide in the shots and the masks and the test kits that are coming down sick or dying that they'll have a remedy for that, or at least something to, you know, give them a little more time. Because I don't know if they'll use enough of it to make a difference. I don't know. I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, the medical pharma cartel wants you dead, but they also like lifetime customers. But they only want the MDs being the ones that have the ability to give you knack to get all the graphene oxide out of the body. Yeah. Yep. That's why. They're not saying it here because they don't know about this. The 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 this um they probably will soon. The one that issued this action alert. Our suspicions if if our suspicions are correct, this would be another outrageous example of the FDA doing big farmers dirty work. We cannot let it happen. 
So I give you the link for that. It's real easy. Just click on it. It's uh, it's in yellow. It'll be about on page ooh, of the PDF for this date of um, 7.18.20, or no, 7.19.21. That'll be on page 11. Little yellow action alert. I get to just click on it and fill out the form there. Simple. Then um, we have this. On the connection between graphite oxide found in COVID vaccines, electromagnetic fields, blood clots, and severe COVID symptoms, how to remove graphene oxide from the body, the truth comes to light. Now, I covered this last week. This exact report, I covered it last week. I went over the whole thing. So see the last report if you want to hear my verbiage on it. But I thought I had to repost this in light of the information that I just covered because this tells you why or basically how NAC and glutathione get it out of your body. And it tells you like a lot more, okay? But I covered it last week. I'm not gonna cover it again, but it's there, okay, for your perusal. Then I had a listener email me and he said, and this is entitled glutathione versus NAC or N-acetylcysteine plus the potential NAC side effects. Now, I'm not going to go over all this in depth, okay? You can click on this. And one of the articles is dangers of taking NAC or N-acetylcysteine. Now, I, I, all I'm, I can say I've been taking this for a little while. I have experienced zero, zero side effects. There are some instances, though, where if you've got certain deficiencies already present in your body, it sounds like, or if you take too much NAC, like and too much anything's not good, then you can have certain symptoms that come up. Okay, due to the problem, due to problems with NAC that happen to some people, and I and I would dare I say it was it's a minority of people. Some doctors say it is better to take glutathione than NAC. That's fine. I don't have any problem with that. Here's the problem: glutathione has an incredibly poor absorption rate. The best way to get it is liposomal glutathione which typically you need to refrigerate and taste horrible um, and is hard to get to you refrigerated for obvious reasons. It's just that, okay? I got no problem with that. If you want to go to the glutathione route, I just, I've tried and it tastes so bad that it's like, you know, and trust me, I could take some, I, I, I can take some really nasty stuff, okay? And it's just so hard for me to do that stuff every day. But I have no problem with it. It's, it's yeah, it's it maybe it's better, you know. Uh, some doctors say it is better to take glutathione rather than NAC. One issue is that glutathione is not well absorbed in the digestive system. However, there are many products out there that have devised ways to improve absorption. I just told you it's the liposomal liquids that are refrigerated are, are typically the best. Uh, depending on what form of glutathione you take, there is also unwanted side effects. Uh, because well-absorbed glutathione can act as a potent detoxification compound. Some people can feel real bad after taking it due to the detox process, so you have to take it slow. Yeah, absolutely, take it slow. It's not going to... Yeah, that's basically like a Herxheimer type of effect where you're you know, going through... Um, you're getting rid of a ton of toxins. You just want to drink a lot of water, a lot of purified water in that case, and you know, after a week or so, it should pass. But... If you go through a detox reaction, that all that shows you is that you've hit the nail on the head and you're getting rid of dumping toxins, which is good. But see, in America and in elsewhere, we're taught, oh, if I go through any kind of pain, and this gets back to the whole thing that that one guy was talking about, about, you know, we're so soft. 
well, then I take a drug to get rid of pain. Well, maybe you got the pain because your body's trying to tell you something. If we treated our bodies the same way we treat our cars, whenever the check engine light comes on, we take a black magic marker and black out the check engine light and keep driving. That's how we treat our bodies, most, most people. They get chronic headaches, we'll just take the black magic marker, take, take the, the pills to get rid of the head pain. Well, yeah, but your body's giving you the headache for a reason. There's some, is it because you're so consuming so much caffeine that your adrenals are in uh, total burnout and you're going through adrenal tension headaches? Is it because your neck's out of alignment, primarily your upper cervical region, which, you know, I've been a chiropractor for about 30 years now. And, well, not, not quite 30, about 27. But um, that's the prime, no, 28 actually. Uh, that's the primary reason I, when I was in practice that I saw people get headaches because their upper cervical area was out of alignment. Okay. Then if you adjusted somebody and they couldn't hold their adjustment, you just put them on manganese, some type of, you know, trace mineral product that helps them hold their adjustment because manganese will help the ligaments and tendons tighten up. And then they hold the neck adjustments. That's what I did with my patients. Okay. And then guess what? The headaches go, go away. Wow. Even migraines in a lot of instances. And then if, and if they've got degeneration, then you add in glucosamine and, and you add in hyaluronic acid um, and collagen and these types of things to the manganese. And there you go. Now you've got the joint rebuilding properties. You've got the manganese to hold the adjustments and you've got the chiropractic to hold everything in place. Guess what? The headaches go away. That's the only, not the only reason, but it's one of the primary reasons I ever saw people get headaches. Um, the upper cervical vertebra, the nerves that come out at those levels innervate the head. If it's pinched back in the back of the neck, it's going to refer pain in the front, you get a headache. Or if your adrenals are shot because you take copious amounts of caffeine or something that's stimulating your adrenals every day, nicotine, caffeine, vaping, whatever, and your adrenals are so burned out, well, then you get adrenal tension headaches every day. And that could, and that may not have anything to do with your neck being out. Might just be that. There's a lot of things that can cause headaches. But those are the two biggies, right? I just told you right there. You know? Um, all right, sorry, I kind of got off track there. Uh, let's see. So neck can, if you're taking too much, uh, it can dry out because it actually helps to clear out sinuses and chest and it can actually dry up though the eyes the vaginal area the stomach the nose if you're taking too much okay so that's one of the potential side but again you're taking too much uh anyway th there's a whole report here i'm not going to cover everything best plant sources of glutathione which is what knack converts into Either walnuts, spinach, asparagus, okra are some of the richest daily sources of glutathione. However, it should be noted that dietary glutathione is also poorly absorbed in the human body. Acetaminophen, which we talked about earlier, depletes glutathione. One dose drops glutathione by 84%. I could do a whole report on it, the evils of acetaminophen or NSAIDs. Yeah, they're all bad. I mean, listen, to do it once in a while is one thing. But if you're on this stuff every day, you know, you can't drug your body into good health. And if you're getting that kind of chronic pain, there's a reason for it. And it's not because you're deficient in acetaminophen or NSAIDs or aspirin or whatever painkiller you might be on. I'm a big one at getting at the root cause of the problem, okay? 
So again, what's the what's the um, remedy for too much acetaminophen overdose? Well, knack, you know. And acetaminophen just so happens to deplete glutathione, which is what knack turns into. Other supplements to help glutathione production: alpha lipoic acid, vitamin C, glutamine, the amino acid glutamine, selenium. A lot of the same supplements you hear me advocate all the time: vitamin C, selenium. Um, alpha lipoic acid, I mean, these are all supplements I carry. I don't carry glutamine, but, um, and then if you have the mutation, the gene mutation, MTHFR, if you have that gene, it can affect some people's ability to process amino acids, namely homocysteine, which can lead to adverse health outcomes. Uh, it can cause abnormally high levels of homocysteine in the blood or urine and could be made worse by taking NAC. Okay, so that's, that's the other caveat there um evidently this gene mutation as mthfr affects one in three women so that's another thing so i wanted to at least touch on that there's more information here that you can click on uh there oh and i'm i'm totally out of time so i'm gonna go to part two god bless you and see you in part two